0: Welcome to Coffee Powered Systems, equipping women with actionable steps to overcome overwhelm and streamline business and life. So grab your favorite drink and come hang out with me. I'm your host, Miranda Merton. Hey there! Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Powered Systems. This is episode 12 Understanding Goal Hierarchy to Properly Use a Task Manager. You can find all of the show notes for this episode, including the links that are mentioned at mirandamerton.com slash 12. Okay, grab your favorite drink and come join me as we talk about actually choosing and using a project management system in order to tackle your goals. If you've ever signed up for or downloaded a new task manager, you will notice that there are different structures based on whichever system that you're using, they're all different. And what I've noticed with a lot of people is that that kind of tends to confuse people and it gets a little tricky because one app will have you set up workspaces or areas or folders or tags. For example, ClickUp has workspaces, a space, folders and lists. Asana might have teams, projects, sub-projects and tasks. And for example, Marvin, which I spoke about in episode four, you can find that at mirandamerton.com slash four, and I'll link to it in the show notes. They have their setup as categories, folders, projects, and tasks. And within those, you can probably set sub-projects or sub-categories, and it gets a little confusing if you aren't used to calling these folders those different names. But here's what I'm gonna talk to you today about is that the names actually don't matter. Everyone names their spaces and hierarchies differently and that's where people get confused and when they sit down to go and put their goals in and their tasks in, it's very overwhelming because what you think in your head is that, oh, I have this folder of things and I have this project and I'm breaking this project into tasks, but then you go into the new system, and they're like, enter your workspace and break that down into a category, and then you're confused. You're like, "Which? what is my category exactly? And where does my task fall into this list? And a lot of people will stop right there and not even get the information in because they don't know what to call it. My tip is you have to know what you're going to call yours first and how many levels deep you're going to go. You know, for example, if you have a hierarchy that's four levels deep, you're always going to know what your top level is all the way down to the bottom. So for instance, if a software's top level is called team, you'll know that your very top level. It doesn't matter if they call it a team or a project or a category. That's where your top level is going to go. For me, I have a system that lays it all out ahead of time so that if I do switch task manager systems, then I know exactly where to put them. So I start at the top level, which is basically the area. It's gonna be like an area of life. You can think of it as a category or a pillar. These are things like business and career, health and fitness, money and finance, Home and relationships. Okay, these are the big areas that encompass your goals and everything related to it. So you know exactly where you're headed with that particular goal. The next level down are going to be your goals. The goals are it's basically the end. What do you have in mind? What exactly do you want to do? If we let's choose a goal, let's say I want to learn French. That is a goal. It's not telling me anything yet. It's just saying what I want to do. So I don't know when, I don't know how, just give it to me, right? I want to live until I'm 90 years old. I want to learn French. Those are goals. The next level down I have are milestones. And milestones you'll see in most places called outcomes. And for some reason, outcomes didn't work for me. It's hardwired into my brain as a different like meaning, so when I tried to use outcomes with goals, it was messing me up, so I, I call them milestones. And that's why it's personal productivity. There are no hard rules. If you're working alone, you can change the words and the, you know, the systems to what makes sense for you. And I didn't like the word outcome, so I changed mine to milestones. So if I'm going back to the goal of I want to learn French, the milestone might, one of the milestones might be learn basic beginner French or learn 100 French words by X date. So if we're in the middle of 2020 right now, I could say by the end of 2020 in six months, I would like to learn 100 basic French words. Okay, that is a milestone. Maybe think of a milestone as something you can celebrate. Once you hit that target, you go on to the next target. Okay, you can use the word target. That's also a great word for that. The next level down are the projects. Now, the projects, there can be uh, more than one project, obviously, inside of your goal bucket. And for if I'm taking French, maybe a project would be take a French masterclass. Projects have more than one step or task in order to get to the next milestone. The next level down is gonna be your tasks. And this is what you see every day. These are the steps that you take every day. These come onto your task list. You might have three or four or five different things that you need to check off. Those are your tasks. And if I'm going back to the French example, do lesson one, practice 10 minutes a day, work with my French tutor once a week. Those are going to be the tasks within your project. So those tasks are encompassing the project, which will lead you to your next milestone. Let's do another quick example to kind of show you something a little more common. If I have a life area of health and fitness, then one of my goals in there might be to run the Boston Marathon in 2021. Okay, so a milestone for that could be run a local 5K by October 5th. So once I hit that milestone, I know that I am prepped, I'm gearing up, I'm headed towards being able to run a marathon, right? So once you hit the 5K, you would maybe do another 5K or do uh, something a little longer. A project within that milestone would just be prep for the 5K. I know the 5K is coming up, my project is gonna be to prepare for it. So within that project, I could have tasks to maybe either connect with someone who has run a 5K before and maybe learn some things about it or what I need to do in order to prep for that. Maybe drink water daily and log 15,000 steps a day in order to keep my health up. And also maybe run one mile a day. So those are steps within that project that you would take and that project would lead to your first milestone of running that 5K. All of those then are encompassed to help you hit your end goal. Okay? Make sense? So I want to bring this back around to choosing your task management system. The actual app that you use doesn't really matter. I know people get hung up on which app to use. Is Asana better than ClickUp? You know, how do I use Trello? Whatever app you're using doesn't really matter. As long as you know how to use it and it's pretty easy for you to get the hang of and you understand what your quote unquote buckets are, the app doesn't matter. Just drop everything in there and you're good to go. As long as you know what to call your buckets, it'll be a lot easier once you do start using a new app. So here's how you do that in order for it to not be scary and overwhelming. Start with your end goal and then work your way down, okay? You're gonna break them up. You start with the big thing like I did with the French or the marathon. You figure out what your milestones along the way are. So what are your checkpoints? What are your targets along the way? What can you think of that would get you to point A or point B? What can you celebrate? Okay, so as you're thinking about these big goals, what are the celebrations along the way that you could maybe stop and have a sushi party, or have a glass of wine, and say, yes, I did this. That's what I want you to put as your milestone. Then I want you to break those milestones down into projects. How did you get there? What exactly did you need to do in order to hit that milestone? You didn't get there by sitting on the couch, so what kind of big projects, and don't break them down yet, just say, what would a project look like? if I needed to start doing that today. And then once you figure out those projects, it'll be a lot easier to then break those down into steps because once we have a project, we can say, okay, I know what I need to do daily or a few times a week within that project in order to make that happen. So like I said before, you can name these steps, whatever you'd like, just have them written down somewhere. And that way, if you do, subscribe to a new task manager system or do something different, or maybe you go to a new company and they're calling them different things, you won't get confused as to what you're referencing. So for example, if I use my hierarchy that I just broke down to you and I decide to use ClickUp as my task manager system, ClickUp has workspaces, space, folders, and lists. Okay, you can start from the bottom and go to the top or start from the top and go down, uh, whatever makes the most sense for you. But automatically, I know uh, workspaces. Maybe that's my area. Okay, those are my areas in life. I can, if I'm working personally for myself and I want to include all of my life stuff, then that would be, you know, my business, finances, household. Those would be my workspaces. If I'm using this strictly for business or work. Maybe those would be my departments or teams, okay? So we have the tech department, the development team. Those are also could be workspaces. The next part in ClickUp, they have a space. So maybe you can turn your space into your milestone and they don't have to be one word, right? So your space would essentially be if we're going back to the running the marathon example, your space would be the 5K. The next one they have are folders. In this case, our folders would be the projects. Each folder should then be the project within your space, within the Boston Marathon, within the 5K. All right, and then the last one they have are lists. And of course, the lists are the tasks. Those are the daily step-by-step things that you're gonna have to do to get there. Same thing with, let's do Asana. Asana has a team, projects, sub-projects, and tasks. Again, they have four levels deep. Now, some of these, you can break them down and do a little bit more. You can do subtasks. I like to use subtasks as checklists within a task. So for example, um, for this podcast, I have a checklist, within the task of uh, batching. So once again, Asana has four levels deep. So does Marvin, category, folders, projects, and tasks. Just use your f- the same four levels and then break them down the same way, okay? So as long as you can see where they fall into place, if you have four, if you have five, the names of them don't even matter. Your top level, will always be the same or even your bottom level specifically will always be the same. You're always gonna end at tasks. So whether it's called a list or a task or whatever, you're always gonna end at your task list, okay? So don't get confused and don't get tripped up by that. Also, some systems have tags and I do like to use tags Maybe you're, if they only have four levels, because like I said at the start, I have five levels. The very top level for me are my pillars or my areas of life. So if they don't have five levels, sometimes I'll just use the tags as my pillars. So I tag them as business, or I tag them as personal or finances. So you can get creative, but as long as you have that backup plan in your head already, then it's gonna be a lot easier when you encounter something like that. So my task for you this week is gonna be to nail down your goal hierarchy. Do you want it to be four levels deep or five levels? What are you going to call them? And once you've gotten those down, go into your task management system that you're currently using and see if you have organized them correctly. A project is not a goal. A goal is what you want to be or have eventually. A project needs to have steps within it and a milestone needs to be quantifiable. So you need to be able to say what and when. If they are not correctly organized right now in your system, go ahead and if it's an easy fix, go ahead and move some stuff around, change the names to where they make sense. And I'm gonna include a free worksheet for you in the show notes to help you craft those and really distinguish between your milestones and goals and etc. So grab that free worksheet and you can also visit the show notes at Miranda Merton slash 12 and let me know how it went all right it's q a time if you have a question about systems workflows or you just want a recommendation visit the link in the show notes to leave a voice recorded message for me there's nothing to download and your name is optional just hit record and send then listen for your question in an upcoming episode all right the question this week is going to be a quick and easy one. I actually got this question from a client of mine a couple weeks ago and realized that not everyone might know this. The question is, how do I repost someone's post on Instagram? So IG does not work like other social media sites where you can just hit share and repost someone's photo. They don't make it super easy. Um, I don't think they initially intended for it to be a sharing site and they just haven't updated it because they like people to post their own stuff. Um, But there are a couple ways to do this. Um, Number one, actually there are a few ways. You can just post it in a story, okay? You can take a screenshot of the page that you want to share while you're on the post, screenshot it on iPhone, you press the home button and the side button at the same time, should be something similar for Android, but I'm not sure. So you screenshot that image. Once you've got it screenshotted, you can share it in your stories and then add the tag. Make sure you tag the person in the story and you know write your caption. Also, you can use that screenshot and crop it to the square size and post it on your feed. That is another way that you can do it. Again, make sure in the caption, you credit the original poster and then you can proceed as normal. The last way to do that is you can grab the repost app from the App Store. They do have one for Apple and Android. Now you have to actually open up the repost app. So how you would do that, you would open up the repost app. There's a little Instagram button inside that app, so you would press the Instagram button and it would direct you, redirect you over to Instagram. You would find the post that you wanna repost and click on the three dots on the top, and there's a share URL. You would copy that URL, and then you would get redirected back to the repost app in order to do your captions and, you know, share it out. So, and then it would be able to post that on your behalf. And that's it. So always remember that if you're going to repost something, either um, say this was inspired by whoever, or, you know, tag them, tagging is, always great. It brings them back to your account anyways. And you can go repost something today and let me know how it is. You can find me on Instagram. Tag me. I am at Miranda Merton. That's it for today. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Coffee Powered Systems. You can find links to everything mentioned in the episode down in the show notes or on the website at MirandaMerton.com. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with another bestie who would love it too, and join me here next time.